Hello and welcome to the MHG podcast. As usual, life can be a little bit miserable and life can be a little bit dark. So we're here to bring you a little bit of joy and a little bit of light. Hi Brad. And unfortunately for everyone, unfortunately for him, every time someone presses play on one of our podcasts and you hear my voice, Stu's got to pay me 5p. How you doing, Stu? Not bad. I owe you about 15p now then, yeah? No, only one person's ever going to press play. Come well, on, you that's know true. that. That's true. I think the peak exchequer can can cover that. Uh, yeah, unity's a mess, isn't it? Ooh, yeah, bloody hell. What's going on, man? Why did they do that? No idea. It's... I, I, I can't even fathom it. Did they... Did In a boardroom somewhere, did someone go, right, this is going to be a really good idea. Everyone's going to go for this one. There's going to be no pushback whatsoever. Vicatello, why are you selling all your shares, mate? I know, yeah. Um, God. Yeah. Um, what they should have done, if you wanted to find out if this was going to be a good idea, was maybe leak a little bit of info about a price structure and see what might what the general reaction is. And they don't make an official announcement until you know what's going to happen yeah. there. Yeah. As someone said, it's like Fender Guitars charging an artist every time they use a Fender guitar if someone buys a buys an album. It's you it's stupid. You're an engine. Yeah. Yeah, it is just a naked money grab kind of situation, isn't it? Yeah. Um and I there's plenty to say. We won't say anything too much now. Uh I just hope it all works itself out. And those who need to switch engine, I hope you f- find something you can use easily. Those who can't switch engine, I hope they sort this because the worst thing I think that's going to come from this is you're not going to get games review bombed anymore. You'll get games review uh, install bombed uh, and you could potentially bankrupt someone just because you disagree with their game or you don't like their game. Um, And yeah, I dread to see what that looks like. Yeah, I think it's 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 a disaster for them, and I think you know I think they'll probably suffer the consequences pretty pretty rapidly. Yeah, they yeah, hopefully they there is a backtrack, um, and it doesn't end up bad. But hey, I dare say that's an ongoing story that we will cover over the coming weeks. But talking of coming weeks, video games, Stu. <laughs> yeah. What will? What have you been playing in the previous oh. weeks to the coming weeks? What a great segue. Ooh. Yeah. And which games are you playing that other people can buy but not install? <laughs> buy but not install. Yeah. Yeah, because that's how it's got to work yeah. now, you see. You've got to tell everyone about the game so they know if it would have been good or not. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can buy, like, as of yesterday, as record time of recording, released on the 14th of September, you can buy, not sure if you can install, a game called Axolotl, which is spelled... Like AK, as in, I think, AK-47, dash, Zolotl. Ah, yeah. I've just got the pun. Ah, yeah, there you go. So, successful pun from the developers there. So, um, yeah, so it's a kind of, um, yeah, en- Enter the Gungeon, uh, Binding of Isaac-y kind of, you know, roguelike shooter. Um Done in a slightly unusual kind of style. It's done in a kind of it like looks like Zelda, and you fight cute little fluffy things and blow them apart. So I mean, you're a cute little fluffy thing yourself. And I think 
I think the rules state that if you are cute and fluffy, you are allowed to destroy other things that are cute and fluffy. I think that's how the universe works. Um, so, yeah, you kind of, yeah, you go around, blow stuff up, you shoot things with guns, you get different types of guns, you get different buffs. It's got a little bit of a different wrinkle to it than the other games in its genre by, well, that cuteness killing thing. But um, also that you you discover like little creatures along the way and you have to raise them, although that doesn't take a lot of effort. And you have a kind of little hub hub world before you start off where you can manage your perks and, and you can improve your creatures that give you buffs and stuff like that. Which, you know, it's not it's not a really deep mechanic, but it's, you know, it's a decent one. It's a little bit reminiscent of a pared-down version of uh, the Greek one. Hades? Yes, that's the one. Bloody hell. You know, the, one of the most popular games of all time, know, Stu. Dude, <laughs> d- honestly, my head. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Um... So, yeah. Oh, dear. But yes, yeah, so a little bit like Hades kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, they've, they've clearly had a bit of influence there. But, yeah, it, it, mechanically it's good. Um, it's fairly interesting. It's a little... It's slightly slower and a little more tactical than, for example, Enter the Gungeon. Other than that, it's exactly what you'd expect. So it's a, it's decent enough. Um, it doesn't do anything particularly new. Uh, or particularly exciting. It's very solid, though. It looks attractive. And, you know, played it for a couple of hours, and it's uh, it's pretty decent. If you're into that sort of thing, I think you probably won't be disappointed. And it's introduced, it's going to introduce people to the world of the Exotal, um, which is an amazing little creature. Look at his cute little face. I know. They have cute little faces. And if I was the WWF, the, uh, uh, the... The people for preserving animal life and that, not the wrestling company from the from the eighties. Uh, if I was a WWF, get rid of the panda. No one cares about the panda anymore. It's old hat, right? Put that on the front because look at his little face. I know pandas are a joke now. Pandas are just a not red pandas though. They're not actually pandas and they're still the cute. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But look, no, the, the, look at his little face. The black and white useless ones. Hair. I know, I know. They're amazing. Yeah. They're amazing. You get a little axolotl facts as you're playing as well, like in the cutscenes. Yeah. yeah, load screens. I mean, yeah, yeah. I've been playing a bit of it. Yeah, it's it's the game's fine. The game's fine. It's really good. It's one I don't mind popping on now and again. But just look at his little face. <laughs> and I'm not even on about their their version of it. I've got the actual. I've got an actual pictures of an axolotl up, and they're just like, oh my god, I want one. They are fantastic. They are. Um, yeah. Right, but everyone loves them because they're cute. The right wheel love them because they're clearly, you know, white. <laughs> you know, so, you know, so we're win. Everyone wants them because they're cute. The right wheel like them. It's an animal we can all get behind. Car- um, carries a massive but- gun that it shouldn't have. Yeah, it's, it's very... Yeah, it's don't don't yeah. give them guns. Um, otherwise, Susie is, is, is hard. I'd have to write a, a thing about them. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, so. Um, did you get that reference, by the way? No, but I'm, I was moving no. swiftly on. So as to not embarrass okay. myself. Eddie is, I've done a bit about monkeys with guns. Um, oh. And I want to say Circle, when, he did, when they, she did, like, when, when they was Eddie is, I still, and they did Circle. Um, done a bit about monkeys with guns, they can update it to axolotls with AK-47s. Yeah, axolotls with AKs. Yeah, it works, you see. It's yeah, great. There you yeah. go. So, other than that game, what have you been playing? Uh, right, we should just clarify, it is a Unity game. This is something we're going to have to start doing, I think, at the moment. Um, oh, it is point. a Unity game yeah. built in Unity 4. 
But anyway, I've been playing, first of all, uh, Bit Trip Rerunner. Um, now, Bit Trip Rerunner is one of those games that feels like it was around in the like the, the 70s and the 80s, but I don't think it ever was. <laughs> Not quite, no. No, but it feels like it was. And I know that's how it's been sort of designed to be, like a throwback to those, those games. Um and it's the one like bit trip runner because there's loads of bit trip games it's the one where you literally run from left to right it's an auto runner you jump you slide you avoid and you get points for how well you do um it's been remastered redone um and it's really really good if you like bit trip runner it's bit trip runner um and that's brilliant um but what this has got um that made me intrigued and made me want it is that it has plus runner maker um uh, which is a uh i forgot what the mario game's called now super mario maker um yeah. clone essentially to make your own bit trip runner levels ah. um and i'm all for that as long as you bring out a main game and you can go look here's our engine here's our tools that we use to make the game so off you go and do it yourself then yeah i'm all for more of that Allow the community to build things that they want to do. Just do your curation, support it, and allow the game to live on without you having to spend time doing DLC. Um, and Bitmill things, it's brilliant. And I've played a couple of um, levels that have been made, but I'm assuming by developers it's not technically out yet. Um, and they've been fun, really well-made levels. And you can see I had a little play with the, uh, the, uh, the builder and... Yeah, I'm not very good at it, but it's intuitive to use, and I can see people getting behind it really well. Um, and it's just, yeah, a ton of fun to play still. I've always liked the Bit Trip games because they are great just to pick up, play for five, ten minutes, and move on. Or if you really wanted to, bury an hour, bury two hours into it, just trying to perfect those, those scores and get up the leaderboards. But yeah. I'm really, really enjoying it. The maker stuff is absolutely brilliant. Um, there's like nice little extras, like a gallery in there. Um, like it's got like nods to the original um, and things like that. Uh, runs perfectly on Steam Deck, um, which is uh, again always a bonus. Um, and you can download and install this one as many times as you want because it's Unreal Engine Five. <laughs> yeah, well, that is important. Yeah, that sounds all right. Um, f- hopefully, it's at the right price because even with the addition of the maker, I'm not sure it's. You know, I always kind of I'm on the fence about like remasters slash remakes. It, uh, it's okay if they kind of completely overhaul things and take them in a different, not a different direction, but you know, they expand things quite significantly. But if it's just the old game, it's a bit better looking with a couple of additions. I'm kind of like, well, I'm not, I'm not laying down money for that. The original looks, you know, perfectly fine. So, yeah. So on that, just to clarify, there are new mechanics that you unlock as you go along. So there's things like using shields and stuff like that to block oncoming fire or fireballs or, or whatever. So there is, it is, it feels different enough to the original. It doesn't just feel like a reskin. Which is, to their credit, it feels... I'm surprised they haven't called it something else to make it a sequel, in all fairness. Because it could be a sequel. Uh, because there's enough different in it. But it nods a lot. There's a lot of nods to the original. That it they see it more as a reboot, remake. Uh, but yeah, price is important. If this comes out for like 30 quid, 
dead, I don't see worth picking up over the original. If this comes in at that 10 to £15 pound price point or something like that, then yeah, I think it's a great pickup, especially if you enjoy <coughs> making your own levels and stuff like that as well, because that, that engine, again, I'm all for that. I, I love the idea of giving to the community, but without being lazy about it. And this ticks all those boxes. I just don't know the price yet, unfortunately. Yeah, no problem, man. Yeah, 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 cool. We could, yeah, could have called it Bit Trip Sprinter or something and, and got away with that. But there we go. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, uh, so moving on. Yeah, so the next one I've been playing is just a little one, uh, which is Starfield, which I mentioned last week and just talking about it from a technical perspective. But I've been playing it for about, I think I've got about 12 hours in game now, so I feel like qualified to talk about it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, it's a it's a, a Bethe- as we said last week a Bethesda as Bethesda game. It's it's funny because uh, like it the way that it's landed, some people really don't know how to take it. And I think there's a lot of you know it's it's a Western RPG. But when we say Western RPG, we very often mean it's an American RPG, and it's an American as American RPG of a Bethesda as Bethesda RPG. And so it's it's basically their game purely distilled. And I think some of them, some of the people in the US who were like, they kind of maybe didn't cotton on to Elite Dangerous because that's from the Micros era and didn't really get a big foothold in America. Um, then they got like, they had Wing Commander, which is pretty puddle thin. And they've got, yep. you know, Star Citizen not being what they want it to be. And you feel like it was queued up to be like, oh, another one that could fill this, like it does everything in space kind of things that it isn't. Because it definitely isn't that. It, it is just, you know, it's Elder Scrolls in space. It's, you know, it's Skyrim in space. And that's going to, that really just describes it like in total. And if you like that idea, you'll like it. And if you don't like that idea, you won't like it. And, you know, yeah, it does add a couple of, you know, things like you can, you you know, you go in a spaceship and you can control the spaceship and stuff. But the controls of the spaceship are, are kind of generic enough for it to be, well, you could be on the back of a dragon. It's just that it's, you know, yeah. it's, it's just got, you know, back, a, a star field as the background. Ah, Starfield. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm really... It sounds like I'm not enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it. Because I kind of thought that's what it would be. And that's what it is. And it, the, it, the problem a lot of people will have as well on top of that is if you've carried on playing Skyrim, if you enjoyed the Fallout games, if you did all this and engaged with their content, you, you might be like, well, where's their next step? Because it's it's not... It's not expanding what they do. It's broadening it. So every system is more complex and bigger. But it hasn't expanded it. There's nothing in there that's kind of really more intelligent or more sophisticated or more advanced than things... Or only the graphics, obviously, which are really, really nice. Um, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't really take the genre forward or even their own genre forward. It's just more of the same and a lot more of the same. But to the degree where if you like that and you like that size of game and you want to be immersed in it in that way, then you're going to love it. Now, the only thing, I don't, this is it's really as simple as that. You don't really have to say much more about it. It's a very simple game, really, in terms of, you know, if you know them and you know Bethesda, you know what it is. But 
the only criticism because um, I'm not going to criticise the bugs because there aren't many. I'm not going to criticise the performance, even though it's not well optimised. The only thing I will criticise that I don't think will be fixed for a very, very, very long time is the loading. And the loading is abysmal. It's really, 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 really bad. Like, if you, you basically, if you say you're in a spaceport and you're on foot and you want to go, to, you want to travel to your ship, then you can sometimes do it on foot but often you can't because the locations are instance. They're all like separate hubs that have to load. Um, yeah. So that's fine. So you, you, you press fast travel to go to your ship. That's a load. Takes a long time, even on an SSD. 30 seconds as sometimes, you know, sometimes 15, sometimes 30. You do that, okay, I can live with my, my 15, 20 second load, whatever. You're in the ship, you then go into space. That's another 15, 20 second load. You pick a destination that takes you, you need your gravity drive to get to. So basically, like, you know, warping to another system. That's another load. And that can be quite a long one because it loads an entire system in. So, unless you're in one of, on one of the planets and you're doing a little explore, you are often hitting load screens once every two or three minutes just to get to a place. And each one of them can be uh, a quarter of that duration. And that really, for me, is, is it's not unacceptable, but it's you have to be mentally prepared for it. If you're, you, are they not disguising that well at all? Either? No, 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 no. It's a completely Ugh. static load. It's a, it's a break to a load screen. Oh, it's you know, no. It, it, it takes yeah. It, I, I don't know. See, in in Elite Dangerous and No Man's Sky, which are the obvious go tos there, they they mask it by being in like a warp drive animation, so yeah. to speak. So at least you still feel you're doing what you should be doing. To a degree, you can still look around and stuff like that. No, that's oh yeah, I get that's almost not forgivable. That yeah, it's almost as if like you mentioned, it's like they were caught between two stools. That you could, you could go well. We'll get our load times down to almost nothing, and therefore have load screens, or we can we can accept they're too long, and therefore we'll keep we'll we'll just have a placement screen. You know, like like you say, that it looks like you're in a warp tunnel, but you can do your inventory management because that's low effort on the on the host machine. Um, but it doesn't even do that. So it's, I I suspect they thought that they would have the loads down to such a short amount of time that it wasn't worth coding in anything different. And unfortunately, it hasn't turned out that way. Um, and I don't think it even it doesn't even pick up better. I mean, my my computer doesn't have that kind of fast pipeline where you can just you know you know like the ps5 can like stream stuff in yeah. from the ssd real time my you know you can't really you can't do that on my pc it's it doesn't do it on the on the motherboard but i don't think even the the series s does it so yeah it's it's, it's a real failing but apart from that the game is really good and if you once you're kind of in the you can get to a point where you're like, right, okay, well, I don't really want to zip around too much because it's going to mean too much loading. Let me stay here for a little while and, and do some of the side quests and collect some items and you know get some weapons, do a bit of fighting, stay within this world for a little bit. So you kind of manage your own time with it and then you engage with the loading screens. So there are ways around it, but it is a disappointment. But apart from that, it's a, it's a very good game. I, I really like it and it's got good writing it, you know, it's it's really interesting and got a good theme underneath it. So, 
Yeah, a funny one, but a good one that needs a lot of technical, really needs a technical in, injection of, of, it feels like a year underbaked to me. Mm, which is disappointing for a game that's been in development for eight years, I want to say. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. Because I mean, like when you talk about the loading and stuff, it's, regardless of thoughts on Red Dead Redemption 2, I think it's an okay game. Um, I don't think it's like as good as other people made out. That's just me. Um, but it's one of the most technically impressive games I think I've ever seen in terms of the way the, w- the world builds around you. And there's no loading that you don't force. If you go into a property and every property you go into, you can walk through the front door. You can go into the various different rooms and it's all just there. Um, you could, if you go on horseback, for example, from one side of the map to the other, visiting people's homes or whatever, you could do it all without loading. It's only when you fast travel, you get loading. Uh, it's the same with the Spider-Man games, the way you can zip around New York and stuff like that, and there's no loading um, through through the map, unless, again, you force fast travel. Uh, to have that forced loading is very, very disappointing. And that that's the sort of thing that would put me off playing uh, because time's finite and you've only got a little bit of time. If you've got to spend a portion of that waiting and not feeling like you're still part of the game, you're going back to the original Resident Evil now, and that was a long time ago. Yes, yeah. We're, we'll talk about it next week in terms of um, yeah. you know world at the moment, but it's it's not good. It's really not good. Um, mm. There's there's you know release releasing unfinished releasing with features missing, re, re, the the whole thing about AMD and no no DLSS in this is an absolute scandal. Um, so we'll go into that as well. But yeah, no, as a game, it, it's a good game. It's just it's technically inefficient, which is a terrible shame. But other than that, it's good, and I think it's one of those that if you're on the fence or if you're you only partially enjoy or you you do enjoy but you're willing to wait, give it at least a year at least a year and there'll be a lot there'll be a lot fixed by Bethesda and there'll be a lot done by the community to resolve all of the problems um it doesn't deserve the scores it's getting because of those technical drops I would say I think that people are being very generous to it um but I think in a year's time it'll be a totally different story so I'd say sit on sit on your hands and wait for this one mm-hmm. and if you're worried about harming the little guy it's not using Unity, so Bethesda are fine. You can <laughs> yeah. install that one as many times as you want. Don't, because I dare say it's over 100 gigabytes. It's nearly 120 gig. Yeah. There you go. So don't, for, literally don't keep uninstalling it and reinstalling it like you might do other games to, to find space. Just If you're going to install it, just keep it there. Because, yeah. oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, anyway, moving on from broken messes that are Bethesda, well, just Bethesda games. Uh, I've been playing one called Noor, Play With Your Food, N-O-U-R, whatever you want to pronounce that one, Noor, no you are, I don't know, but Play With Your Food, which essentially is an art installation in a game uh, uh, using food, um, so you've got loads of little different levels, uh, like these vignettes, uh, you can go through all of them. And each vignette is different types of food presented in different ways. You press buttons, you play with that food, you move the camera around, you take pictures, you can make the food fly, pause it, take a picture of the food flying. Um, It's basically food pulled the game. Um, nice and like there's one like an early one that I guess one thing says don't talk about too many of them because it's about discovery. But one of the very early levels, 
is uh, like you get to build a burger. Uh, and basically, whatever button you press decides what goes on the burger. So you can go like bun, uh, patty, 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 cheese, cheese, bacon, bacon, patty, cheese, bacon, cheese, bacon, patty, patty, and build it up, build it up, and build it up. And it's got all real physics and that. And then you can press other buttons that manipulate the scene. And so you can make like a magnet, that, a food magnet that drags the food everywhere or off pushes the food in wild directions and you can then sort of like change um, like different special skills so you could say oh i want to use um a splash effect or a magnet effect or gravity and stuff like that and you just mess with it and visually it looks really nice it doesn't quite look uncanny valley real but it doesn't look super computer graphics either it's in between without looking weird um, so it's nailed the art style of it. And yeah, um, like it's got some mechanics in it that are, are, are actual. So it's just you've got a, um, there's a mechanic where you, you can get these effects by keeping beat, by pressing buttons in the right beat, um, which I would like them an accessibility um, purpose to turn off and let me just go out, just let me do this because I'm not very good with that sort of thing. Um but they are a small indie dev. Um, so, again, with tiny teams, we do generally forgive accessibility options out the gate if they take them on board. Um, but, yeah, if ever, for anyone who's ever been sat there and told not to play with their food, play with your food because it really is just fun. There's not much to say about it other than this. It's just a utter, utter blast just to piss around with food in various different scenes. And that's all you need sometimes, isn't it? It's to, yeah, just muck about. Oh, that's good. So, is it, yeah, no point to it whatsoever. Yeah, um, and that's that's fine, and that's good, and it's good to have something like that. It completely is. I, I love stuff like that that you can just jump in and out of, and and it just mm-hmm. be silly. Yeah, there's a bit sounds a bit yeah, not like in terms of gameplay, but like thematic. You know, it, yeah, pastime wise, it sounds a bit like Katamari. You know, it's like and that's got an end game to it but it's more of a kind of jump in and be silly kind of a game yeah it's a lot of the lines of do you remember we spoke about the 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 ramp yeah uh last year or the year before which is just like you get a skateboard ramp and that's it or you've got a townscaper where you just build villages and stuff for no reason what it's 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 that line of games and i i'm glad we've seen stuff like this get out there um and yeah unfortunately it's unity um so you know install it the once and keep it there if you like little time wasters uh stress toys essentially these games um yeah it's a tenner uh might be a bit rich for some uh but i think it's yeah absolutely fine to have something called that that's about the right price i would say um and i, I think we're gonna start to, not to use these i think we're gonna start seeing a few of these games maybe bump up in price to cover potential costs as well i'm yeah. um, sorry to keep banging on about unity but Jesus Christ, it's a mess. Yep, yep. Well, particularly, it's you know affects ninety percent of the type of games we talk about on this podcast. Yeah, so it's going to come up. Yeah, yep, definitely. Um, sort your shit out, Unity. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is really, really good. Um, install it on your system. Leave it there, and just it's a yeah, it's brilliant. It's just like yeah, I really enjoy it. Just like messing around. It's a fidget toy in digital form and it's i love them nice excellent um so it is only a short one today um because reasons uh nothing bad just just reasons uh just reasons 
So I, I you know what I'm getting to. Joe, you know where I'm coming. No, we don't. Oh dear. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Uh, oh dear. See, I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> I, I like to know where you when you know where you come in, so I can get out of the way. Definitely. But on that note, hope you all have a good week ahead. As usual, follow us on all the socials. Check out our content on the website. Join us on Discord if you fancy a chat. And in the meantime, until next week, stay safe and stay sane.